Okay, Hilchas Mamim, the laws of the rebellious ones, right? So they talk about various halachas, various things that have to do with keeping the, uh, the system of, of order, of, uh, of uh, obedience among the Jewish people to make sure that we have a unified Torah. So Hilchas Mamim, the laws of the rebellious ones, Yesh Mechalatesh Mitzvahs, it involves nine mitzvahs, Sholash Mitzvahs, three positive mitzvahs, Vashesh Mitzvahs, let's say six negative mitzvahs, and here's the breakdown. Aleph mitzvah one is a positive mitzvah to follow and act according to the teachings of the great Sanhedrin. That's they are the ones who have the final say authority. Thank you. Not to stray from their instructions. Gimel not to add to the Torah. Neither the mitzvahs that are written specifically, nor to add to the mitzvah by adding in a definition of something which doesn't say specifically. So besides the fact you can't make a new mitzvah, like you have to, I don't know, keep making new yontif, but even if you're not going to add to the mitzvah, you're going to add a detail to the mitzvah. It's also not allowed. Not to subtract from the mitzvahs. Not to curse mother and father. And I believe this is here in this section of halachas because in it, in each family, who is the Sanhedrin, right? The parents are the ones whose obligation is to teach their children. So you're not to curse your parents. Not to hit them. To fear them. Test number nine. A child, I believe a son specifically, should not be rebellious on his parents. Now, this doesn't mean rebellious on his parents, not doing his homework. It's a very specific type of behavior that makes a son rebellious. We're going to describe it in detail later on. We actually touched upon it. For those of you who listened to the recording of, of uh, yesterday's Perik Chaf Aleph, the part we didn't do together, which I put, put on, the, on the app, we talked about that, we touched upon it there. In any event, we'll explain these, in these chapters. Perik Chaf Aleph. The great Sanhedrin in Jerusalem, they are the fundamental source of the oral Torah. Because remember, Chumash, the Tanakh, we had written down, but, but uh, before... Before Yudanasi, there was no writing of, there was no books. Everybody was just taught, teaching the student. They're the pillar of instruction. They are where the law goes to all the Yidden. So what is the, what was the Shulchan Aruch before Yudanasi? The Shulchan Aruch was, whatever the Sanhedrin said, that was the Shulchan Aruch. There was no written Shulchan Aruch. There was an old Shulchan Aruch. The terror lies upon them to transmit the terror to the Jewish people. Shemar says, according to the terror they teach you. Zubitz, let's say this is a positive mitzvah. Whoever believes in Meshach Ben in his Torah, by definition, part of that is Chayav Lismechal Maisa Das Aleyin. Lismechal Maisa Das Aleyin. You have to rely on all matters of Yiddishkeit, Judaism on them, but Lashon Aleyin meant to rely upon them. So, uh, by definition, believing in Meshach Ben in his Torah includes believing that what the Sanhedrin in your day says to do, that's what you have to do. And if you're going to ask, well, if Meshach Ben was alive, maybe you would say differently. It's not a gear. Base, it's like, like it says in the, the Right, exactly. Correct. Correct. A lot of actually, a lot of the source of these concepts, yeah. Base, call me. Right. And, and all of the first two program over there, except the last mission of the whole history of the Seder Stalshus of the Tanayim from Mesha till basically the generation of the Tanayim and how it split off after Richem and Zakai. All that is the Seder of the names in, in, uh, in Pikyavis. Whoever does not, whoever does not act according to their instructions, in other words, he's keeping Torah mitzvahs, but there's a detail he doesn't follow them. He follows one opinion that, that, that's, not, that's, that's not part of Sanhedrin, one Chacham. 
say that he violates a negative mitzvah, and it says, Do not veer from what they tell you left or, left or right. However, you're not on this love, even though it involves a Because conceptually, hypothetically, this love can end up being something which a person is executed for, or circumstances permitted. Because in, in, whenever a person is on, on a love that could end up being having Mrs. Bezdin, obviously Chayv Mrs. Bezdin, who's not Chayv anything. You don't give Malchus as like a, a secondary punishment. What's a scenario where somebody veers from the Sanhedrin is Chayv Misa? Any time the Chacham who rebels against the Sanhedrin, Misa he's, he's killed, he's executed by strangulation. It says, if anyone does intentionally veers away, it says he should be strangled, he's Chayv Misa. Now, in what context exactly do you qualify for Talmud Chacham? That we're going to see later in future Prokham. But the concept exists as such, there's such a situation where Talmud Chacham decides to not submit himself to the Sanhedrin, he decides that he knows better, he teaches that his way, that whatever halacha it is, right? You've got to do it this way or that way. And that's the situation with potentially Zechiv Misa. And therefore, there's no Malchus in any, for anybody. Whether it's a matter that they learned Talacham Sinai by tradition, not because of anything it says based on the, the learning style, the Hem Teresh which is basically Teresh Valpeh, whether it's something which they have to uh, uh, investigate based on the principles of Hadadash and the Torah. So this particular question never came up. There's no tradition about it. You have to start, uh, uh, um, you know, comparing to other, other, other scenarios. And based on the Kavah and and all those things, that's how we pass them. Whether it's, whichever halacha it is, Based on that, that's how they see it. Whether it's that or any of these things, you have to follow them. Or if it's something which Bechal not a deraisa per se, they instituted it to make a safeguard for the Torah. Based on the the, what the needs of the hour, the, 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 the decrees to, to prevent people from transgressing the Torah. So, for example, uh, the Isser of eating milk with chicken. Right? They made that as a gezera, so people shouldn't come to eat beef with chicken. Atakonis and the institutions. For example, the mitzvah of Erev, he says over here, right? I mean, Haggis and Haggis, that the Sanhedrin, not, not a minute, people did like a minute, we call a minute, but a minute the Sanhedrin instituted, even though it's not a chiyuv, but, but you're still a chiyuv to follow it, else the chiyuv to follow them in Haggis. The example over here he says is, is Halal on Rishchidosh. Okay, so Kol Echad Ve'echad, that's the whole issue with the Brach over there, yeah? Kol Echad Ve'echad Me'elo HaShloyesh Dvarim Mitzvah Seelish. In all these three scenarios, whether it's, a, whether it's a situation with it, which they have by tradition, right, that this is an esrik and nothing else, or it's a thing they derive based on Kalvah Chaymer, or it's a, 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 a takana, you have to listen to them. Whether you, if you don't listen to them, if you rebel against Sanhedrin, the person's over on this list, I say, of Lois Saucer. And the pastor continues, based on the terror they teach you, they instruct you. This is the Pasuk refers to the things that are considered institutions in Gezeris and Hagalakis. These are the things they instruct people to do to strengthen Judaism and to make the world a better place. That's the third category we mentioned, right? The Ram was breaking the Pasuk down, showing us where you have these, these Pasukim in the Pasukim. On the judgment, they tell you, This is the laws they derive based on the principles of learning out, the science of deriving from Torah, right? That's famously, we call it the Yugimel Midas, we say every morning before Hedu, but there's other ones as well. The logical analysis. That's what they say, yeah. Okay. 
but logical analysis has to be based on the principles of, of not just you can't just make your own logic, right? The Kaddosh Yidden Lucha and the Pasuk continues everything they tell you. These are the matters that they receive by tradition, teacher to student. Okay, you know that that's Allah Hamayshu said you might say so to speak that, that that's their tradition, and the truth is they might, might, might not even know. I'm thinking if the Hedjim might not know what the original mucker was. Could be they don't know if it's Halacha Meshav Sinai. But over here, I was going to say they might not know if it's Halacha Meshav Sinai or if it's based on a certain logic that for whatever reason the, the, the logic behind the Halacha was lost, but that's the tradition. The truth is it's a little bit difficult to say because, because the Pashas, they knew what the source for each thing was, but it's very relevant to know. If it's based on logic, a later Sanhedrin could come and question it. If it's based on tradition, right, you have all these different rayas based on logic that the, 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 the Esrik is really an apple. It doesn't make a difference. We have a Kabbalah, Esrik is an Esrik. But if it's, if it's based on logic, you could question it. So that's why the Chayra means, yeah, Kabbalah, Yishim, Piyash, these are the things that are tradition, Halacham, Yishim, Yishim, How could you question this? Good, good, Echanami. 70 people? Yeah, yeah, right, right. So how can you question what? What an Esrik is? How could you, you ever doubt? Oh, so, the, because, so that's a good question. The, how, why the Chalal and how the Chalal in the history of Yiddishkeit Developed situations that be, that we didn't have a clarity before there was a clarity. It's a fascinating so again, it's beyond the scope of this year. There's a lot of good svarim that deal with it. There's a book called Dynamics of Dispute. He gives, gives it's one of the very good svarim. Chaim Miller wrote a sefer based on the Rambam. Um, Principles of the Rambam. He has yeah, and the first half is is this this issue, and then you have a book called the Oral Law. There's a sefer in Lashon Kedesh called um, I forgot. Yeah, this, this, it's, it's a good question. Sometimes it happens a new what if situation came up, but no one thought no, no one thought about the hechatimsa, like you know. So, okay. Anyway, all right. There's another book. I'm not gonna say the name because you shouldn't read it. So it's really not. I don't think it's appropriate. It's, it's, it's uh, the guys are stick up the curse, in my opinion. But I'll tell you after this year. Okay, give them. Matters of tradition. There's never machlekes. If it's lachem be sinai, there's never an argument. Anything which is a machlekes about it among the chachamim, must be that it was not a kabbalah. Must be there was something that's taught based on the laws of deriving from the, 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 the science of how you derive lachem teira. Now this is an oversimplification because we do find cases in the Gemara the Chayda where there are cases of lachem be sinai and still it's a machlekes and it, it, it's not such a simple thing and it's a lot of lot of lot, lot to talk about over here exactly of how machlekes develops and how machlekes develops even in lachem be sinai. But generally speaking. The, the, the concept of Allah Hamashibisina means that there's not it's not a question of opinion. The Abishabana, we know for a fact, and therefore it's not a discussion. All right. But the best simple example is what is it what is an essay? Priyat's hudder, beautiful fruit. All you around the world every for all of history, always had the same answer. Okay. Dvar Mishlain things you learn out from logic, he If the Sanhedrin is unanimous, then it makes sense to say like this, so fine they agree. And again, there's no machlekes, right? What if there's machlekes in Sanhedrin, right? You don't know what to do. A famous case with Hill, right? When they have Pesach, fell out on Shabbos. And they weren't sure if they'll speak the Korban Pesach, back and forth, right? So, you follow the majority. And you follow the majority. That's the mitzvah to follow the majority. That's why it's important that Sanhedrin be an odd number. You shouldn't have a... T- uh, you shouldn't have a... Uh, a, uh, a chair or whatever, tie. Table. If the Sanhedrin argues, Similarly, the different takarnas and decrees that the Sanhedrin made, different things about muktza and all things like that. 
if majority felt it's appropriate to make this or to direct the people to behave in this way and the other members of the Senate felt it was not necessary right chicken with milk basically felt it was not a problem yeah, actually, the truth is, in his time, it was no longer a Sanhedrin. But okay, then you discuss it, you have a conversation, you debate the matter. And then, as soon as they're ready, I'm not sure how long you give them. There's a time limit. Whatever they decide, everyone really got the. Everybody understands everyone's position correctly. Then you follow the majority. You take a vote, and whoever the majority is, that's the majority. Fine. Right? It's happened many times in history with Bisham, Bishilel at different times. Okay, doubt. When there was a Sanhedrin, there never was a machlekes among the Eden, a long-standing, ongoing machlekes. Right? I'm not sure what they, <laughs> what they thought about in Shul then. I'm not sure it must have been pretty boring. But <laughs> somehow, they, think, they found something to fight about. There was no long-standing machlekes among the Eden. Any time there was a new scenario, a new what-if question, right? The first time, whoever it was who, who, who came up with a problem that his left hand he writes with, but his right hand is strong. What hand did he put the on? Right, who was the first person in history to ask that question? I don't know. But whenever it happened, <laughs> he asked the Sanhedrin in his city. If they knew, I'm going to tell them. I'm going to tell them. If they don't know, then that Bezin with the question, person asking the question goes together with Shluchim emissaries to Yerushalayim. Could be that it means, it means uh, the Bezin sent Shluchim, like, as opposed to the whole entire sent Bezin going. I'm not sure what the Shluchim are doing, but okay. The Sharon of the Bezin, Shabbat And they asked the Sanhedrin that's on the Temple Mount, the Harabayas. Right? There were three Sanhedrin in There was a main Sanhedrin. There was a Sanhedrin outside in the Ezra Snoshim. And there was a third Sanhedrin, Harabayas. So the third rank is Sanhedrin. Email, if you know the answer, you put phone on this, you put phone on that hand. Or will they tell him? Love, they don't know. Then they all go to ask the second highest court, the Sanhedrin, which is by the entrance of the Azar in the Ezra's Nashim. Even if they know the answer, I'm going to tell the answer. Everyone comes to the main Sanhedrin in the Elish Kasagazis, in the chamber of cut stone in the Bissam Migdash, which is where the Sanhedrin held court, and they ask the question. If this matter which nobody knew the answer to, was known by whether they know it by tradition or whether they know it because they know based on this question came up already and based on the laws they ruled on it already they say what the din is when you come to the third Sanhedrin and they ask them what do you do I don't think they go after the majority over there, if, it's, if they know the halacha clearly, they tell them. But if it becomes a question of we're not sure what to do, this is the first time this question has been, around, been, been, been asked. Even if the majority is a clear majority in the, in the third, in lower Sanhedrin, they have to ask the higher Sanhedrin, I think. Okay. If the matter was not clear, the best not God. Right? Never happened in history. Somebody came with this, this, this situation where one hand was stronger and one hand was the right hand he wrote with, right? So Donald by Bishaita, for example, whatever Donald Bishaita, and they discussed the matter at the time. and they discussed it. until everyone agrees, which then makes it easy because it's unanimous. Or there's a disagreement, but they take a vote and they go after the majority. and they ask all those people ask. Then everyone goes. So there was never a long standing machlekes. Whenever this happened, it was always resolved. The reason at the time. Now, I'm just thinking out loud. It could be, 
you had a guy who lives in a small town in the north of Eretz Yisrael, south, small guy, a guy in a small town in the south of Eretz Yisrael, who had the exact same question, yeah, both thinking about Mitzvah the same week, they asked the local best, what hand is the kid pons filling? Right? Left hand is strong, or the right hand he writes with, or vice versa. One's the hedges is the, one's the hedges is the other way. Fine, everyone, everyone gets their answer, and no one knows that it's a problem. Then with time, information starts traveling, and Smith and Mother realize it's Machlech, because that's when they would have to go and resolve the issue at a higher Sanhedrin, right? If there was like a central database back then, they would right away have, you know, have, have these, be, no, there's a difference, but they wouldn't know. <coughs> there, was a, there was a social, like, you know, the, the, the social database. However, Athos and Hedrin stopped functioning, right? In, in the generation of Abel after the Chorban sometime. Now you have a lot more Machlechus among the Yidin than you had back then, because all the different Machlechus were eventually usually quickly resolved. This person says, for example, he gives a reason. This one says, it gives his reason. He says, it's also, he says, it's forbidden, he says, it's permitted. These are all long time Machlechus because nobody's obligated to follow the other person. Now, there is a system of how you follow Halacha. What do you do with Losan Hedrin then? So, the Ram says, you have two chachamim and two bezdins that arguing at a time in like today with Sanhedrin, times in Rambam. Or, for example, they come to Sanhedrin and they ask the question, what hand is the guy upon filling? Sanhedrin is taking a week, and another week, and a month into the scut. They don't, they don't, no, there's no, uh, they don't finish the conversation. Yeah, there's, Devila, that day, what hand she put filling on? Well, that's actually not a, good, not a good example because over here you'll see. So, and whether we're talking about two bezins who are at the same time, or one after the other. You have a Sanhedrin, the previous generation said the scenario, Azoi. Next generation, the Sanhedrin, the, the, not the Sanhedrin, the Bezdin says Azoi. And the next generation, the Bezdin wants to change the halacha. One says, one says, one says, okay, one says, not okay. If we don't know which way to go, because there's no agreement, right? The Sanhedrin, so, in other words, Ad Khan, we never do this, right? Mittamal comes a new rough to town, he wants to say, or a new bez, and they want to say a different different approach. Bishal Tariff, the question of a derice, we have to follow the machmir. In the case of Tzfilin, like, which hand? I'm not sure how that would work, but both, whatever. Okay, I'll come on him. Anyways, you have to do machmir. Bishal Tariff, it's a derabanan question, right? Is this chicken with milk, asr, mutter? You go after the Levine's opinion. So, of course, they'll tell you the whole concept of different chacham, of different chuvas, different svarim. How do you use that? So that's a whole, a whole sugi for itself. Right? How do we take the tshuvas of all the different rishonim and achreinim and create halacha out of it? That's beyond the scope of, of, um, of this perek. But the Ramam obviously felt that he was authorized and qualified to take all the machlekes in and paskin on them. That's why we have the mission Torah. Now the Ramam himself is telling us that if someone comes along and argues with him on something, if it's a deraisa and the other person's machmi, you have to follow that person. If it's a if it's a you can follow who's mekel. Whoever's 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 mekel. Yeah. Okay.